What's up, you fat-ankled curmudgeons? It's me, David, and Grant. Shortly, we're back. Psycho season. It's crazy. Episode three. Um, we're we're heavy today. We've got a lot to discuss, a lot to unload. Um, first half of the show, action-packed. Chainsaw Man episode two, Rings of Power episode eight, the finale. We get into it. We get into it, and the entire internet gets into it. We talk about that as well. Um, Hot D, House of the Dragon, Episode 9, we cover alongside Mob Psycho Season 3, Episode 2. Then we do the news feed, we talk about MCU news, Warner Brothers slash DC news, um, Amsterdam, the movie at the box office and how fantastic that's going. Um, And then we discuss My Hero Academia, Episode 3 of Season 6. Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam, rather, The Witch from Mercury, Episode 3, Spy Family, Episode 15, and Blue Lock, Episode 2, which Grant has some feelings about, um, before he then tells us about Bachi the Rock, and we close on the Q&A, the Instagram sensation sweeping the nation that we host every single Monday on our Instagram at Part-Time Otaku Podcast, which you should follow. And when you're done that, subscribe to us on Spotify and or Apple Podcasts or your your podcast equivalent. All right, see, now I'm rambling. Enjoy the show. How you doing there, Skellywag? No, I'm Skellywagging along. Yeah, yes you are. Um, we're here, we've made it, Psycho Season, what is this, episode three? Episode three. How's it feel? <laughs> I, I think this is the first week where I've uh, I've felt the Psycho Season truly. Have you um, slept? Barely. Yeah. Um, true, true anxiety, uh, trying to fit all this <laughs> into a schedule, uh, you know, trying to figure out times and, and all that. But uh, I, I got uh, the, the brunt of it done. But uh, yeah. thankfully, everything was good this week that we watched. Yeah. So it's, uh, it, makes, it makes it a lot easier. I had to take stress leave to get through it. <laughs> I had to just devote two working days. Mm. And uh, when I said it was for the podcast, they were like, you know what? We totally understand. Yeah, take those out of office hours as as many as yeah, you need. I take it. I take this seriously. Um, okay, we got like a strong beginning of this show here, but I really think we got to start with Chainsaw Man episode yeah. two. We are going to get to the finale of Rings of Power season one, and then uh, House of the Dragon, Mob Psycho, and then there's news and a whole bunch more anime, My Hero, many things to come. So just strap in. Um, okay, second episode. Pilots, Grant, we've, we know how we feel about pilots mm-hmm. around here. They're difficult. But the, the second episode is like a really good, like, okay, we've established like the bare bones of the world you're in. Mm-hmm. Now, like, go have an adventure. Um, this is kind of that and kind of like meet the gang. Yes. What, what do you, uh, what do you think? What did you think of this episode? I, I liked it. Um, <clears throat> it's a, it's a, it was an interesting episode because I think it did a good job of, you know, because the pilot, like, it has so much work to do, right? It has more, like, kind of the world and some of the power balances and all this and that. And then there's, like, most of the tone is usually up front. But then kind of, like, the secondary stuff, like, when it comes tone-wise, is usually kind of found in the second episode. Yeah. And I think we got a lot of that here. We kind of got the... We had the silliness in episode one, 
but it, it tended to be more sad moments, you know, like him yeah. kind of, you know, sulking in, 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 in the shed and, you know, even the moments in the, tr- in the, the garbage bin. This is like more the silliness of like the character silliness and kind of yeah. like, you know, like the whole, like the running gag, you know, he wants to get with a girl and stuff like that. And which I'm not surprised. Cause I know this is like, you know, shown insane and like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a power fantasy thing. So you kind of tend to see this stuff, but no, it was it was it was a good episode. It remind like it was hard not by the end of the episode to think of Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, um, that's yeah. in my notes for sure. It it's um remarkably similar in tone and just mm-hmm. like in construct compared to Jujutsu Kaisen, just because mm-hmm. of um just a lot of the setup is the same yeah. and even the world a little bit feels slightly the same and it's animated by the same studio you got yeah uh, well, you, got, you know you got your you got your mc you know kind of happy-go-lucky with the yeah. you know, the tall dark uh, rival type and then the you know the work the wild card which in the instance is another uh, you know out there woman but yeah. um it's i don't know I, I i like the vibe of the show the it's it's interesting you know like there's just there's a couple moments of we don't really know who is good and who is not. Like, we know this is kind of like this government thing. Yeah. I do like that this isn't like Jujutsu Kaisen where it's like kind of in the shadows. This is like a very upfront society. Like, they're talking with police officers. They know each other. Um, That's true. You know, it's very front-facing. Like, it's kind of like alchemists and full metal yes, alchemists. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't even thought of that. But that's 100% uh, very similar to that. So it's it's just such an interesting show. And I'm glad it... it, it like, there's no tonal shift from one to the other like it's still very on key like you know we'll talk about spot family later but from that first episode to the second one it was mm-hmm. very not apples and oranges but like they were trying to get all the facets of the show so it kind of felt like almost two different shows between episodes one and two or gundam you know, or, or gundam, mobile you know, suit gundam. It, mobile, yeah well we'll get to the that witch too, from but, mercury yeah but you know it's so it's i don't know i'm, I'm really enjoying chainsaw man i'm super curious where it's going to go i'm sure it's not going to be a happy ride by any mm-hmm. means but um yeah this is our show this is our kind of show for sure yeah i think you know even if um like you're just not part of like the anime zeitgeist and you're not aware of like oh this show is coming by this studio and it's it's hype because the manga is popular and people are mm-hmm. hyped you know what i mean if you're not on that train and you're just discovering Chainsaw Man kind of organically. Like, Grant and I heard about Jujutsu Kaisen while it was airing. Yep. And everyone said it was great. And it's like, okay, good. We'll get to it when we can. You know what I mean? I, I feel like a lot of people... Like, the anime community is so extremely hype on this. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be a good show, like, a couple years down the line that, like, anime fans of the future will, like, stumble on. Yeah, and I feel like it's yeah. yeah, it's just going to be a straight banger. And I bet it'll be so fun to binge. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm already so curious where a lot of the plot points go. I, I will say, like, you were talking about the fantasy romance stuff. That whole angle of, like, Deji's motivations are <laughs> a little erotic. Sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I, you know, we talk about this on, on the podcast a lot, how we're not really fans of fan service. This is that, but also not really. It's yeah. done in a slightly different way. I don't know if that means it's okay, but I do. But I do know it didn't bother me as much so far. But I, th- I think <sighs> slippery slope, though, right? Well, yeah, it it always is. But I find the interesting thing with uh, is it Deji or Denji? Sorry, I, I keep uh, it's only been two episodes. Anyway, Den- the the main character there. Oh no, you know, I have it spelled both ways in my notes. <laughs> I think it might be Denji, but I think it's yeah, Denji. I think. I think it's interesting because we don't, even though we kind of know his character, we don't really know. I think they've kind of left some breadcrumbs along the way that 
who he is now is not who he was before he was killed. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think there, there's a couple little things in this episode where like, I think, you know, in mind and spirit, it's him, but there's some things, you know, maybe, maybe this is out here. And again, no spoilers, please. No one, no one fuck us up for this, but Mm -hmm. you know, the, um, I'm almost wondering like, cause she keeps, you know, referencing him as like, you know, like woof or like you're a dog and all Mm -hmm. that. And I know like they were kind of, they called him that in the first episode, like the Yakuza guys was doing that. Mm -hmm. But is it like too on the nose that, you know, Pochita being a part of him being like that dog or that devil dog affected the way people see him or how he acts you know because you know like he's totally a weird dude no nah, I, I, I i don't think that's too on the nose at all in fact that's kind of like a bit of an animeism you know what yeah. I, it might end up being that way mm. i think there's so, a decent chance that it will i do so i think you know the best thing for a new show like this is you know there, there's no oh shit moment yet. There's nothing like oh f- like w- like what is the mm-hmm. sticking power of the show? Like I'm yeah. sure there's gonna be a moment like probably in three or four episodes where we're just like, holy fuck! Like you know this is this is what the show is all about. This is what the fans were in for. But I don't. I, I still think they're doing a good job before those moments to kind of keep people guessing. Like there's like the back and forth between him and Aki. Aki doesn't like him. They you know did a quick throw. You know because that's the thing. Like if you compare it to Jujutsu Kaisen, Megumi would be like you know the parallel to this. Oh Aki yeah. Guy. You know. You know, Megumi, like, we kind of have some backstory, but it's all kind of hidden. We're going to find out And even then, like, they get tossed into the same dorm in, like, episode two. Like, there's, like, very similar scenes. Now, like, to be fair, there's a lot of, like, tropes that they're also just hitting. They're both shonens. So, like, maybe that's an eventuality where this will happen. But it is, it is eerily similar. No, but, like, I think I just, I like the fact, like, in the, you know, I like to just guys before it is. But I do like this show is just, like, they're kind of just up front with, like, the rival character of, you know... I have this backstory. I don't like devils because blank, you know. So mm-hmm. it's we're not really left guessing the stuff. You know, they're they're trying to be upfront with certain things, and we'll you know we'll find some stuff along the way. But mm-hmm. I'm it's strong episode too. Like it's good follow up. Like it almost feels like they you know back to back. You know, yeah. It almost feels like if they had put this out as a one hour episode, it would have yeah. you know would have rolled together nice. So yeah, well put. That that is a good point. I think you have a good like one thing I'm noticing is they're kind of doing like the man, I can't help but think of Jujutsu Kaisen. They're kind of doing the, like, Itadori thing mm. where Itadori's backstory isn't touched on after, like, basically the second episode. It's Pretty like, much, here yeah. are my character motivations. It, I'm going to help help those who are less fortunate because it was my dying grandfather's last wish mm. who also was going to reveal some mystery about my lineage, but then I told him I didn't care, and he died. And that's, like, what drives him. And then, yep. like, we don't really bring that up, and that's fine, because Itadori develops, like, a personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he has his own, like, just things change as he grows. It feels like episode one and two of Chainsaw Man were, like, look at his kind of sad existence. Mm. And he's sort of a victim of circumstance, but then also sort of rewarded in this, like, dark pact. But, like, he is also, and, and he's aware of that, and so... He he kind of he may as well have been looking in the camera, being like, "My life used to be bad, but this is great." So, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I'm just gonna live this way because it's fantastic. So it's like he, I'm I'm fine with all that. I just want to know. All right, what's the story? Where are we going? He's also used excellently as Yuji, like comedy wise, like mm. the time, like the the voice actor. I think this is the voice actor's first major role. Really? Yeah, for Denji. I think I remember like when the show was uh, not announced, but like when the the first trailer came out they had, they only had announced a couple of the voice actors and the big one was who's going to be denji mm. and it was it was a nobody mm. so everyone's like oh okay here we go and i think he's great like the it's I, it's I, weird how well the voice matches the face yeah i liked everybody 
Um, mm-hmm. That was introduced. I liked uh, Aki slash Hayakawa, whatever his name is, Makima, and Power. I liked all three of them. All their character designs yeah. are really cool. I definitely, I definitely need more of Power, like voice wise. Yeah. Like, you know, it was kind of a lot of yelling and jumping around and, and kind of action scenes with her. So I'm sure the more, uh, but she's definitely the wild card for sure. Which those, are, they're always fun in these shows. Yeah. Okay, we got to talk about Rings of Power. Yeah um episode eight the finale of season one there here's your spoiler alert like we're gonna discuss the entire plot our thoughts what are you doing here if you haven't seen it or you just don't care whatever so i want to start um i think i usually defer to grant to start real quick Mm. uh, because he is kind of the resident lord of the rings lore expert um well when i say that i mean he just knows more than i like he's read more of it than i have i've read i think the first two books um of the actual lord of the rings series but nothing more so i will say this because it seems to be um well no it doesn't seem to be it is quite controversial and there's a lot of negativity out there and i will say especially as someone who was like definitely maybe overly critical of game of thrones i'm speaking of myself here um (laughs) when it finished you know and grant and i we've been a part of many internet controversies uh, you know with attack on titan and cg and just watching things underperform and people lose their friggin' minds about it Mm. um the Last Jedi comes to mind. You know what I mean? Every now and again, the the internet sort Obi-Wan. of unifies Obi-Wan yeah. and rears its ugly head of hate. So here's what I'll start with. I want to say that um, I watched this episode. I had a mostly good time. I don't want to take away from the fact that I think they accomplished the mission of world building and getting a extremely high value, um, extremely high production value piece of fantasy on the screen on the small screen i think that's an achievement and like the genre is better for it and i am looking forward to season two i i, I did not finish the finale angry i finished it like kind of like okay that was goodish but there are like some problems <laughs> and problems. and then so i was like okay well here are my problems with them and i sort of listed them and we'll, we'll, i'm sure you have your own and we'll talk about it but then i like kind of looked at the internet and it's like People are like, can you believe this? It is a war crime. <laughs> so I just wanted to start us off and say, you know what? Like, I enjoyed it. You know, there's like some shaky ground and there's some issues here that we got to get into and some decision making and some fucking pacing issues. Um, yeah. But like, I don't, I'm not getting on my pitchfork. But I, I will also acknowledge I don't have the relationship with this that I did, that maybe you do or other people do. Well, so I wanted to start there, but, but, but on the whole, Grant, maybe your turn. What what do you think? And then we can go through the, the nitty gritty. I think I... <clears throat> I think I... I had a very passive experience with the show. I enjoyed it every week. I looked forward to it every week. But there was just a couple things. At no point was there, like, no bad taste in my mouth this mm-hmm. show. Which I think, you know, it's... It's not like, you know, that's what shows should ex- you know expect out of their fans. Or hope they should get out of their fans. But... You know, especially with like IPs like this and you know big you know historical lore, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of hard not to have a little bit of an edge to it, right? Mm-hmm. And at no point was I just like, ugh, you know, like, sure. I, you know, so like there was with the finale, there was nothing blatantly wrong. I really, really, really liked the the Nori wrap up. I think that's the most Lord of the Rings the show has been uh, since maybe the pilot. That's so funny. Um, you know, it's so like, it's, I, 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 I hated I, that part so much. No, I know there's, there's, there's moments of it that are in exceedingly ham fisted and yeah. a little too popcorny, but yeah. like as a whole, I think, you know, it was, it was fun. 
I've enjoyed their story. I think they should have more of them. Mm-hmm. Um, Easter eggs were fun, but you know, as a whole, like it was good. It's the same thing. Like I enjoyed it. I'm gonna watch season two. Um, okay, you so know, that yeah. was kind of my question yeah. because like you kind of had more to lose maybe in this show than I did because I was just sort of like sure. along yeah, yeah. for the ride. And I just remember, like, you know, if you're a vested person who likes the lore, then you have that pressure of, like, are they going to do this thing that matters to me justice? Or are yeah. they going to bastardize it? Mm. Um, I think, that, you know, is it fair to say, Grant, you kind of had that experience with The Witcher? like, Oh, big time. I think I think The Witcher was a bigger offender than even yeah. anything Lord of the Rings. I mean, done, The Witcher, I think, your, in your, your experience with The Witcher was, like, it was so different to what you liked that you didn't even watch it. Like, didn't just, you give up pretty early? Out. Yeah, I, I got uh, two or three episodes in the first season, and I stopped after the first one. And, uh, or, sorry, the second one. In, uh, right, okay. Yeah. So you gave it, like, both seasons a chance and just no, yep. no. The same thing. It was just repeating the same thing. It had the same look, had the same tone, and just kind of, yeah. you know. It's, it's you know, you can't take word, you can't always take word for word from a novel yeah. series. And Lord of the Rings is the same, you know. it's Yeah, so but, let's, uh, let's talk about maybe some of your cons if in mine our cons if, if you have a ton i think oh i don't have a ton no okay i think and we gave you a spoiler warning so don't come crying to me um i'm talking to the audience there not you grant <laughs> sorry um i think the major there are a couple big plot holes or questions i have that just more or less feel like in incon- both inconsistencies and pacing issues Mm. um like i think for a good example is like we spent more time saying goodbye to nori which was like 50 percent of her screen time in the season than we did with the sauron reveal yep oh yeah (laughs) um i don't want to say it dragged well it did drag and the thing is like they it was like a good it felt like they felt like they earned a goodbye that long like this should be emotional Mm. but i think most viewers are like so what are these people's names again yeah and you know, with the guy dying and her going off. And it was like, what's... Like, I get it. And I'm, I am excited for that pair in season two. I am excited so, to see what Nori gets up to. But, like, the goodbye absolutely dragged. So, okay. <clears throat> I think... Okay, in, in my opinion, there's moments in the goodbye and kind of, like, the lead up to that. But I genuinely believe there's no, no chemistry in the entire show, even as close as that group of all the Harfoot stuff. Like, the family that genuinely felt like a real family, you know, the relationship between Nori and her dad was, like, top tier, mm-hmm. you know, dad and daughter TV. Um, you know, like, even the trap, I think, this like, the stranger stuff. Who was which, her dad? <laughs> sorry? Her dad was in that? Yeah, like, the dude that, like, busted his ankle. Oh, oh yes, I forgot. You My know, bad. like, so, My like, bad. you know, the mom, and then, you know, I think it's uh, Penny, see, so I don't even know her name off, off heart. Yeah. Um, no, but, but I, the best yeah. friend. But, like, I, I think they had tremendous chemistry, and, like, that was a good, it felt like a genuine goodbye. Like, that scene could have been so much more awkward and unbelievable. Fair as point. long in the tooth as it may have been, it was believable, and I thought it was, yeah. chemistry-wise, it was all great, but. So. Yeah, I, I don't buy all the stranger stuff, like, the, the connection to them is. Like, he was around and he helped them out, but I feel like there could have been more with him and everyone else. But I would uh, agree with that. I, I yeah. also, just while we're here on The Stranger, like, I'm I'm more or less fine with the reveal. Um, like, it's Gandalf, right? Of, of it being Gandalf. Yeah. I think <laughs> I think the twist of the, what are they called, the mystics? The three elves mm-hmm. in white, whatever you want to call them. Yep. The twist of them thinking he's Sauron. That was pretty cool. Was cool. And then him, like, flipping it on its head. 
And then him like literally quoting the book and the movie to confirm his identity. Mm. All of that is fine to me. Um, I think my main complaint is like, why pace it this way? Why do this in the finale? Like, it was all resolved so fast that he's a buffoon who can barely speak at the beginning of the episode. And now Mm. he's like speaking Middle Earth at the end. Yeah. Like, where did he learn to speak in all this? And how is that? You know what I mean? He learned to speak. They did have a line of, like, you know, the the veil over you has kind of, like, kept you stunted Mm -hmm. a little bit. So maybe it was there, but, you know, that kind of had to go away for him. Yeah. I I think he came pre-programmed. You know, just was had to wait for some of the stuff to end up. That's the way I was looking at it. But it, I think for me in that, kind of some of the the fire was taken out of it. It was just, it was so obvious. Like, there's, him being Sauron didn't fit. You know, no. like him joining that side, it was just kind of like, oh, this is going to flip around. He's a good guy. Like, it was, you know, they really shot it to be, like, much more epic and more sad than when we all knew it was just going to flip in a moment. Yeah. You know, so it's... And like I said, yeah. that whole scene takes place, like, in, what, three minutes? It all... It just happens so fast. And then yeah. at the end, he's getting... Like, it just... I don't know why that all had to be in one episode. Um, yeah. And... The, okay, and here's the last pacing one, really, for me, is, like, this... The Halbrand reveal, I am mostly fine with. I think you can see evidence throughout the show. It, it tracks very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't love his ability to manipulate the elves, meet the elves, manipulate the elves, get in, get out, within mm-hmm. 30 minutes of like screen time. Like I think that it was just remarkably rushed. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and I don't want to harp on the Nori Harfoot thing, it's just like in this show, like you're gonna do the Gandalf twist reveal, misdirect. He's Sauron. No, wait, no, he's not. Boom! Now Gandalf is here, and we're going on a journey. And then also, we're gonna forge the rings. We're gonna get Halbrand in there. He's gonna introduce himself. They're gonna be fine with him lurking about and giving them advice, even though he's a human and they're supposed to be the best smiths ever. Mm-hmm. And then he's gonna, you know what I mean? Like infiltrate, manipulate. Um, his identity will be revealed, even though Galadriel had supposedly checked it out already. But mm. you, like that's a whole like what? What did you check in the first place? And then she rejects him, and then he leaves. But some t- for some reason she doesn't tell Elrond about it. Like I'm sure there are answers to some of these. It just so much happened, so much happened in one episode. It, it feels like the pi- or the you know the the premiere of, of season two is going to be a lot of. There's all this stuff that we dropped on you, and like now let's dissect it. And I, yeah. I don't think that's going to be a, a fun way to open up a new season of this show. Um, yeah. Who knows how soon we're going to get it? But it, it, it definitely felt like we have, and not in a typical season finale way, like you know, when, with a show that's clearly continuing. It just feels like we have more answers of stuff we kind of know. But it's just like how are they going to land it more? It's not that we have questions about like what's this going to mean. It's more yeah. like well, what did you mean you know with yeah. that so it's i don't know it's uh it'll be interesting to see season two but um man you know who i i was really hoping tell me if this was would be cool in a different way i was so hoping the stranger was saruman i thought i because they make a, a line of the wise and like is it not saruman the wise so yeah it that, is. that would have been a cool you know like they kind of teed up their darkness was there but you know he was a good guy for a long time yeah. 
you know so that that would have been that would have uh, tracked but uh i don't yeah. know it's it's funny you know i I'm, i mostly enjoyed the episode now we're here talking about it i kind of just feel like oh the fuck <laughs> no i didn't on? mean to shit on it um, no, no, no 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 but it's just when you really when you sit down that's the nice thing about you know having a sh- the, the show is we can dissect these things well here, and, and i mean see what what you miss and what you don't miss and... here's the thing right is like i watched it i had fun i saw some holes um and i was like those holes are okay i can live mm. with them i will watch season two and i'm still excited about season two and i'm still happy we watched season one you look to the internet and it's like everything's on fire it's like yeah <laughs> um and it definitely like took my peg down of enjoying it a little bit mm. like i think we got to recognize like we, we talk about it we would talk about it every week like the girl who plays galadriel is so good i think yeah. how brand works the guy playing him works yeah um you know Maybe a little shade, like could have been handled better. From sure, yes, mm. it always can. Also, why didn't we get confirmation that a sealed door is alive? He's clearly alive. Yeah, the horse running. I think that was the horse running off, and that was just their way of doing that. But yeah, uh, peculiar. Yeah, I'm, I'm bummed we didn't get more Adar. Like a one dude. I really hope he's back. I definitely he, has to be. He was so good. Yo, do you remember um, when Halbrand cuts him off? for galadriel and he's got him on the back and he goes do you remember me yeah doesn't that make sense now because adar oh, yeah. apparently cut him open yep so adar wasn't lying he said he killed sauron yeah so apparently they uh yeah i want yeah i don't know it's it's, it's very very interesting i want more i'm excited for more mm-hmm. um okay should we get into house of the dragon episode I so. eight mm-hmm. i have one question for you two actually Okay. Going into House of the Dragon episode eight, did you know that this one was directed by Quentin Tarantino? What? Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Oh, okay. Oh, now I see. <laughs> ah. Okay. In case you didn't get it, I have a follow-up question for you. Yeah. Um, one of our favorite characters, Otto Hightower. Mm. Now, if Otto Hightower is the hand, is his daughter Alicent the feet? Sick <laughs> <laughs> <Say> fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right, yeah. So, that's all we Damn. got. <laughs> that's all you can talk about. Some stuff happened, but uh, that was that was the juice right there, apparently. Interesting. Um, okay, I, good episode. Do you, just wanna, do you wanna jump right into that? Because I don't fully understand that scene. Which part? Well, well A, him serving to himself when she's, like, taking her clothes off. Was that... Was that them of saying... You've never tried that? Wanna... Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Did we get that? I don't know. No, no. Leave it. Leave it. Keep it rolling. Um, is that, like, assuming that he's been, like, kind of, you know, holding the whole, you know, killing of the strong thing over her, and, you know, he's, like, pulling shit like that, or is that just him, like, pulling a greasy move in the moment? I guess there's no real way of knowing. Well, yeah. It I, seemed I mean, way too relaxed a scene, you know? It, for, okay, well... Yeah. What I definitely got from it, and I don't know about you and I don't know about everyone else, I absolutely gleaned that this is an exchange Mm. that they have done before. Sure. And, like, how you interpret that, like, is he threatening her? I don't think so. I think it's like, this is his thing, Mm. and she knows that, and he's a useful tool. And she, he also said, like, suggestively, though at the time, we, I don't think we thought about it suggestively then, in this way, but, like, she's, you know... When he killed, um, what was it, the Strongs, mm. the with the fire, he goes, oh, I, fi- I know you'll find a way to repay me. Mm. I think my inclination, and probably many people, were thinking, oh, he like wants something political. Like, he mm. wants maybe 
maybe he wants his own keep one day or a you know maybe a seat on the small council or like some political intrigue or motivation maybe it's just purely this mm. i mean it's a queen you know i don't know yeah it's i still like Laris is kind of like my big question mark still by the end and not not specifically this scene, yeah kind of like what again his goal you know because if he was gunning for you know like a you know, like a seat on the small council like do you think i think that at this point he might have earned it maybe yeah so i have a, i have a feeling that like he's suited to what he's doing you know mm-hmm. and he i think he knows that sure like i don't think i mean he comes like he's already technically powerful and uh and like wealthy because he comes from from that family right and he lives in the re- so i think this is just what he wants to do he's very yeah. verisy like the master yeah. of whispers and assassins, but also maybe a little more self-interested. Mm. I don't know, but I, I it's dirty and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> very Game of Thrones. Can't or can't uh, can't uh, disagree with that. It's very of uh, Westerosi. Uh, yeah, edgedness. You know. Yeah. 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 Um, it feels like most of the episode, other than that, like that was like a really big thing that I'm sure. HBO is happy to have. They're like, oh, this is going to trend. Um, <laughs> bunch of suits in a meeting. Can you guys work some feet into the plot? We have a th- we have a feeling that Feetgate could be big it's in trending. fall of 22. <laughs> we called it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it's mostly just about Alicent and Otto Hightower. Mm. Otto Hightower primarily um, organizing this like usurping of the throne. Mm. Uh, Renera and Damon aren't even in the episode, are they? So th- that's that's one of the things I wanted to talk. Like, I, it's a great episode. You know, obviously, I think they're going to do you know the the he said she said episodes. Like, this was all about you know the high towers and you know everyone at you know the uh, at King's Land near the Red Keep. But by the end of the episode, it just kind of shows the power of you know the performance. Uh, you know, um, I'm blanking on her name, but Rainies, uh, uh, Renera. Yes. Not having her in the episode, like, I felt it. Like, her and Damon. Like, I think they bring so much oh, yes. to each episode. I, there's just such a good balance between Allison and Rhaenyra. Allison, you know? so it's they, they, having it, yeah. Sorry, I was going to say you're right. They built that duality very well. Yeah. So, you know, and I think that's the intention of the episode. Kind of, you know, very, like, one, one-dimensional one in, in, in a certain way. But um, maybe they'll yeah. do just Rhaenyra and Damon next episode. And, like... I th- think that's what they're gonna or maybe do, just primarily primarily because i think it would be weird for them not to or you, you never know like they could just finale you know just do it completely that and yeah. maybe at the last episode kind of have a it probably won't be a face-off next episode but goddamn Kristen cole i'm so tired of this guy's shit it was so funny we had a you know our group our group text this weekend we're all kind of just bagging on Kristen, but uh no he's, he's my guy oh he's such a piece of shit oh, i'm so God. cool with, i'm i'm so fine with him just abusing people i gotta be honest no, I, I know. Perfect casting, like the really good. Uh, guy, yeah, doesn't age, but that's fine. I liked the um, Lord of the Kingsguard resigning and refusing yeah. to kill people. That was a badass move. Very that happened in Game of Thrones too. Yeah, very reminiscent of Barriss and Selmy. Yeah. Um, well, they. I mean, he doesn't resign. They like retire him because political. Sure. But still, he he like has this badass like walkout scene. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, what about medieval daycare fight club? Oh my god, that was they sharpened their teeth. I'm like, what? Jesus, God, did you need to make this more gory? Like, it's already a children death match. Also, I love the like the the immediate episode follow up of uh, is it Helena? Um, like the dreamer, like the current dreamer, 
she's always kind of thrown off prophetic lines and she kept she made the reference of the beast beneath the boards and oh, you, know, yeah. was like, you know like just my god it's that's the thing like Aegon is clearly like we had seen the previous episode you know where he you know he raped the um handmaiden the, the hand the handmaiden you know like we've had scenes of him kind of being you know him jerking off in the window and, and kind of mm-hmm. being weird and gross mm-hmm. and you know evil damaged like, and damaged all kinds of twisted yeah but it seems like not that with this whole thing like this being his main hangout and doing all these things it's not that it doesn't feel on brand but like when we see him on screen he screen he's like not he doesn't put off like joffrey vibes you know like he just yeah. seems like not a normal person but like so it's kind of weird to associate all these things that he said he's done and to not have like a you know like a like a truly evil vision of him you know what i mean like it's you're, it's you're i don't know if that's totally intentional. right you're totally that's right but. yeah i i wonder if that's like if that is in like you said intentional because they talk about him like he's a monster but he's yes. his screen time like you said is quite reserved it's maybe him, like, we waking up and being woken up in bed or you know like yeah. drunk and kind of tucked away you know it's uh i wonder if we see him quote come into his own and like really get dirty and uh abuse his power i gotta mm. say again not knowing how this happens in the books mm. um it, it might feel like a, a little too reminiscent of Game of Thrones if we watch him just, like, get corrupted by the power the way Joffrey did. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look, like wow. another young blonde boy. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know what I mean? Because, like, a war is about to break, right? They could mm-hmm. very easily decide that he's not going to sit the throne, he'll be a ward or something, or mm-hmm. or he could die early. Yeah, there's that too. Well, I think just the way this episode ended up, you know, per, you know, just moments before Rainey's kind of, you know, crashes the party or whatever but yeah. you know he, he's like eating up all the praise so i think maybe that was his real entrance to his character yeah I'm, you know maybe yeah. the real you know his personality but um i'm curious so that would that would be you know like if we do get that next episode and it's it is just based on you know the renera's side of the targaryens you know if we don't see him like oh, i guess we'll have to wait to season two for that potentially so yeah I, likely yeah yeah so i guess we're relatively well set up for an explosive finale I, you have to assume rainy's heads over to to see damon and co and renera mm-hmm. and then it's like strategy and war and run into her mid-flight because renera mm-hmm. said she was coming right back yeah i think so uh, yeah i'm curious like how this works how because we said last week on on the pod uh GRRM George R. R. Martin confirmed like this is four episodes or four seasons ten episodes rather or at least he very heavily says it to do it justice that's what it will require but he kind of said it in an authoritative way that seems to suggest that's what it is unless something goes terribly wrong mm. um, so I'm curious like how do we pace this is it just gonna be war for three seasons because <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of you know best seasons of Game of Thrones was like all at war right you know, yeah. kind of like the the ins and outs and the side stories like yeah two through four the war yeah okay um that's hot d mob psycho mob psycho let's do it i don't i look like how about you go you go <laughs> well it's we're you just gonna say like there's not much to talk about yeah like yeah. i yeah, yeah. feel like i felt last week which is mm-hmm. like we're watching mob grow up and mm. i i haven't felt that way in at seasons one and two, like he obviously has milestones in those seasons, mm. but like it feels like he's kind of rapidly aging. That that mm. might just be me looking too closely. So remember, in both seasons one and two, nothing plot wise truly kicks off till after his first explosion. 
Yes, that's a good point. So, so you know, we're I think by the end of this episode, he's at like forty one percent, and you know, if you remember in season one, he kind of does like forty to one hundred, and then season two, I think it's like a similar range. It's like sixty yeah, to one hundred. Yeah. So you know, it's I think you know it's there, it's coming. All I could say is like I'm like Sarazawa is one of the best like you know late you know, late game players to come in. For it's really show. hard to do that in an anime and they nail it. Uh, and especially in the cast that like there, you know, it is, it is quite diverse, but when it comes to core cast, it's pretty yeah. tight. It's like, you know, five or six, for but the I've never felt like they needed more, you know what no. I mean? And they have this guy and it just works. Yeah. Perfect. It's like the whole, like the office thing and the, and the scene of them throwing down <laughs> the whole bit of Reagan and uh, Hanakawa, the guy, the, the yokai hunter yeah. coming in and he's like, he's like, you're not making sense. Like, you know, just repeat yourself. And of course, like Reagan's listening to him when he gets involved, he like repeats the whole speech back to him perfectly. Ah, fuck. I love Reagan. But, uh, I don't know the throwdown in the basement or from like the callback to season one, um, you know, with the, uh, the butt chin, uh, Oh yeah. <laughs> the, the guy outside. I think, I don't think it's that it's the, uh, the butt chin guys outside, but, um, no, I just like them throwing down with the hundred, you know, yokai in the basement and just animation is like through the roof and, just the little details, the color and the, you know, the fluidity of the scenes. And then you go back and it's just like, you know, slice of life in the school. They're doing their freaking show. And I like the progression of mob. You know, I love the show. Yeah. I love the character. So it's, it's, but like I said, I, I hundred percent know what you mean. it. There's just not much there yet. Yeah. But like, I want to be clear. I don't, uh, that's not necessarily a complaint. There's maybe not a no, lot no, to, no. uh, not a ton to dissect right now. I'm just happy that it's on again and happy to be watching it caught up and like the overwhelming feeling that i'm kind of pulling or the tone that i'm pulling from these first couple episodes is just that mob's slowly growing up mm-hmm. and uh is it even like this episode where he's like yeah you know i don't want to do this forever yep. or is that the pilot uh i think it's the pilot i think yeah. this one reagan has a line of oh wait he figured something out on his own yes he didn't need me that was the moment where i was like oh right like no. he's not falling to pieces anymore and this is mm-hmm. good um it's really really fun to watch his character evolution all right let's uh let's break up some of your rambling uh with some news here grant are you like are you aware of this movie uh amsterdam um i I know it's you know it's kind of been panned a little bit there but i think david russell's been on the way out for for yeah but like so amsterdam is a 2022 movie um i think it had an 80 million dollar budget pretty big cast like huge cast christian bale taylor swift margot robbie john david washington anya taylor joy robert de niro rami malik mike myers chris rock (laughs) zoe saldana timothy oliphant i was just gonna go until i didn't recognize names but like it's still going michael shannon (laughs) (laughs) what is going on holy hell so um really big movie Mm. having um a bit of a time right now at uh at the box office it's it's really funny this really reminds me of that question that we had on the uh on the q a um a couple weeks back about like why don't they make movies like they used to amsterdam well i think i think amsterdam's not good i think that's well yeah that's a very different problem um yeah but what i meant like was like every now and again like they did assemble talent and they did clearly give this a swing Mm. Um, and I don't know if we can use the same excuse and say it's the problem is that it's not a franchise, uh, movie because critics will have you believe that that's definitely not the problem, but it's like, Mm. 
Like it made eighteen million bucks. Yeah, that's uh, that's not. And there was oh, shit. Um, I wish like, I had worldwide. Probably, by the way, but a, a movie just came out either this past weekend or the weekend before. And it's oh no, sorry, it's the the new George Clooney movie um, with uh, Julia Roberts. It's crushing. Is like it? early, like early numbers are like it's doing really, really well, and so people are already comparing it. Because I think um, is it what was the the Billy Eichner movie that just came out, Bros? Like I yeah, guess that, that bombed. Did, that, that bombed, and apparently, like I don't even think the George Clooney movie is fully out yet. It's like an early release, and it just you know crashed. You know, so it's like you know what's gobbling weird. things it's, up right now is that Halloween Ends movie. Oh, oh, horror movies always do well, especially in October. Yeah, they um, I saw, I think I saw a headline today. There's been six just this year that have that have grabbed uh like top three horror movies so yeah it's funny because they're such bad movies but anyway oh my God. um no, i'm kidding but that is that is nuts um so i just wanted to mention amsterdam um i guess i won't watch it i don't know what to tell you <laughs> let's watch it and see we'll, we'll catch it on uh, streaming there and catch it on streaming and see and then we'll we'll come back to this and see uh if all the a lot of people I trust were not didn't have kind words to say about it. So it's, you know uh, what my problem was, which is like maybe an arguably bigger problem is like I didn't fucking hear about it. Mm, there you I go. didn't know like, what it. What is that? What, mm-hmm. Christian Bale movie and like try and tell me that there's ten A list stars in there and I somehow don't know about it. It's like what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right, Dune Part Two coming two weeks earlier. Oh, you know why that's happening, eh? Because uh, is it Blade or is it? Um... It was Blade was delayed, okay. um, and now it has since been delayed indefinitely. Yeah, well, they were supposed. To, it was two weeks time, or I guess it would have been next week. They were uh, supposed to start shooting. Yeah, and so I, like, they lost their what writer or director? Director. So, but I, I think the script had to do with him. So like they're doing rewrites and stuff like that. But, tough. Uh, that's that is tough. I the did you ever watch? The uh, the original Blade movies with, uh, with Wesley, Hines? yes, it wasn't. Um, didn't like the Ryan Reynolds kind of get his like a standout part in one of those? Yeah, yeah just like comedically. Third one, yeah, he was like a werewolf or something. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I think. Yeah. So yes, I saw them. I don't know if I remember them being great. Mm. Were they good? Well, like I think for the time, like, yeah, this yeah, was yeah. like way before like any like the comic book stuff, you know. So like. You know, I think they they predate Iron Man by quite a bit. You know, um, but like at the time, like, they were awesome. Movies. I think Guillermo del Toro made one of them. Uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I believe so, or or he wrote it. I know he was involved in in, in some way, but uh, yeah, they're great. What's the same as the shit? Aside. <laughs> He's a good um, okay, there's a bunch of like, um, superhero news coming up that we're gonna talk about. So I before. We talk about the superhero MCU Warner Brothers DC news. We got to bring up Scorsese because mm-hmm. um, he hates these people. <laughs> um, he he saw the news that I'm gonna break here, and he was like, "You know what? Let's go to the small screen." <laughs> so they can't follow us there. Those Disney Plus shows are sucking. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, he's gonna EP and potentially direct several episodes of a Gangs of New York series. Fucking a. Let's go. Is that are you signed up for that? hundred percent. He, uh, last time he did a show like this, well, no, he did that vinyl show with Bobby Cannavale a few years back. Nope. I don't think that did well. Uh, but he was heavily involved in, um, Boardwalk Empire happening. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah. Him and Terrence Winter. Did um, you watch that? Fuck yeah. Beginning Is it there. good? 
Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Really? It's Never very, seen a single good. episode. Oh my god, friggin' uh, Steve Buscemi is oh, di- yeah. dynamite in that show. What about what about Billions? Also, the guy played Billions. Never watched that. Okay. Yeah. Just curious. But 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 Boardwalk Empire is where they go. Oh fuck yeah, for sure. Interesting. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Charlie Cox, uh, yeah. Daredevil. He has. Is he really uh, in that? Oh yeah, he's he's in it. Uh, I think from like the middle season towards the end. Hmm. Uh, he's in that, and he is a screen stealer. And it's when Man. he's there so yeah it's a good show. dude just while we're on suits um we're still into mad men we just started season two. Oh, nice and you know where it gets real good yeah you know i just i'm picking up so much more on mad men i feel like i pick up more things every time i watch it mm. and one that i remember and I, I i semi-consciously knew this or i think i knew this but now i'm looking for them and it's true roger sterling has the best one-liners um of any character in every show it's like or in maybe any show but especially in this show like it feels like anytime the writers had like a quip or like a funny thing or like a just a clever you know what i mean remark Mm -hmm. um that could be taken a couple of different ways they were like okay we got to write that and put that in for roger sterling's character and uh spoiler alert for mad men like there i think in the later seasons he writes a book called sterling's gold (laughs) <laughs> and um you can actually buy it and it's a real book really? it's a real book just of his one-liners oh my just God. of the funny no shit he, his character has said that is a great fucking coffee table book yeah and you can use the promo code otaku 10 <laughs> no i'm kidding you cannot but uh if you would like to maybe harass them on our behalf um okay yeah so now there's 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 yeah, superhero news um no, superhero news. yeah no but anyways you tell I, us I, well, I'm just saying the the Scorsese thing is funny. Like, you know, he, he can shit talk all the superior stuff, which has been lackluster, and he's probably going to come swinging in with this show and probably knock it out of the park. But um, so, man, man, this is news to me. I, I completely missed this. Man of Steel 2 is in development. Um, this just came from the studio. Like, no date, no oh. Henry Cavill. One, like, just like, yeah, we're no, working. N- no verified that Cavill's involved? No verify that Cavill's involved, but they also didn't verify, like, anything. They, mm. like, it was an offhanded remark that they, like, officially, but they've committed, more or less. Like, yeah, yeah, we're working on it. So that was a stockholder announcement. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no, I mean, I don't know that for sure, to be, like, I just saw it, and I've <laughs> verified several other places are reporting it, but with very scant on the details, I have to assume it's Cavill. Like, they're calling it Man of Steel 2. They're not going to recast Superman. You never know. You never know. You never know. In the whole, uh, just the the landscape of DC right now, you never know. Yeah. Um, more I get more DC. Matt Reeves is yeah, boy doubling down. My boy, I wish he I wish he was making the Apes movies and not these, but uh, he's making uh, more series and movies based off uh, Batman villains. You know, um, it's so funny, dude. Because yeah. like, if you're Warner Brothers, like I told you about the story about James Gunn and mm. the Suicide Squad, right? Yeah. Like the story for the listener is like, obviously there was the original Suicide Squad. And then James Gunn redid it, and it's a significantly better movie. But like the origin story is that the, like after he was fired from Disney slash the MCU, like Warner Brothers was knocking on his door the next day and said like We'll give you literally any character. Yeah. They're like, Want to do Superman? Do Superman. You want to do Batman? Do a Batman movie. And him being James Gunn was like, No, I want to do like very weird abstract characters like Polka Dot Man and uh, Suicide Squad. But the idea being like they knew they had found talent mm-hmm. and 
they based off that decision they immediately greenlit a peacekeeper television show so good Um, one of the best things from last year which is one of the best it's probably the best superhero show Uh, it's rated r on hbo i recommend it and they're already doing season two and he's gonna direct all the episodes like my point is they have not been as i don't know if spoiled is the word they haven't been as fortunate uh as marvel has um Mm -hmm. and part of a lot of that is their fault right like a lot of people blame studio interference with Suicide Squad 1. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the point is, is with Suicide Squad 2 and Matt Reeves' The Batman, it seems like Warner Brothers is really getting out of people's way. Um, and they're just like, yeah, if you want more, like, please take all of our IP. Like, yeah. just, we need more. Like, you know, they were, we were talking about, what is it, a couple weeks ago? They're like, hey, we're working on a 10-year plan. <laughs> yeah, so like... They need to invest. Because there's all this controversy with the Discovery Warner Brothers merger, mm. like, and everything was kind of up in the air. So, like, Matt, and I remember Matt Reese has come out and saying, like, no one has like said I w- I'm even like been given the go to do anything on Batman. So, like, is that mean? Is that's all remedied? And like, no kinda, idea. Hmm. No idea. I remember the false start that Matt Reeves got though. Like in the news, it's like, oh yeah, they're confirmed to be doing number two. And then a couple weeks later, he's like, okay, but we're not working on it. Like, yeah, everything's on pause. So maybe this is just another couple of things that they've greenlit but aren't going to touch until paperwork and ink is dry. I don't know. Uh, lawyers. Um, speaking of old men, Harrison Ford has been cast as Thunderbolt Ross in Captain America 4, Cap, uh, Captain America New World Order. Cause, I never thought this would happen. So it's interesting. It's worth noting William Hurt passed away in March of earlier this year and I didn't know that. And he was fantastic as Thunderbolt Ross. Yep. And went back to that uh, first Hulk movie. Yeah. Um, so he's kind of the tie-in. And they're recasting him with Harrison Ford. Like, it's just... It feels like the last holdouts, many mm-hmm. of the last holdouts, to the mcu ification of the box office, like your Christian Bales. Mm-hmm. I hear, like, Cavill's going to get involved hilariously. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> like, Harrison Ford, for Christ's sake. Um... Like they're getting everyone left. Like they need, they need what? Leo, maybe. Oh, there's no way Leo doesn't. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like, we're gonna get to the point where you can count on one hand the number of A-lists who haven't, yeah, who haven't done it, as opposed to those who have. It's just a. If you're gonna get Harrison Ford, it's interesting me to put him in, in this role. But maybe he has. I mean, it's called New World Order, and he is a high up military guy, so maybe it's a very heavily featured role. So. But then again, Harrison Ford's getting old as fuck. Like, how so much screen time does he want? Here's the thing. Like, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. Like, this isn't really smart. This is just things I've seen. I guess if, you, if you're listening, skip ahead like a minute. Um, like, in the comics, Thunderbolt Ross, doesn't he become Red Hulk? Yes. So, like, is Harrison Ford signing up for a whole mocap shebang? There's you know? no... Like, I so, mean... I mean, put someone else in the suit. I was going like, to say, they would, just put a, they would just put another guy in the suit. I just, you know, it's, it seems crazy to me. And he's been, like, so vocal about, like, I'm fucking done with this. I'm done well, with that. Well, that's the thing, you know? too. Like, he yeah. was so publicly elated to be killed as Han Solo. Yeah. And then he, like, you know, he said one more indie movie. Like, he's kind of publicly, in, in not so many words, said, like, I'm kind of wrapping up. Yeah. Like, I'm kind of getting ready. <laughs> like, he's kind of morosely said that. You know, he wanted to finish Blade Runner on his terms. Mm-hmm. He wanted to wrap up Indiana Jones on his terms. And now this movie... Maybe it's just like one last check. I don't know. Or maybe a literal 
good check, maybe check. just making yeah. good bank. I don't know. It, I don't know. I love that, like, me trying to rationalize Harrison Ford going into the MCU is like, oh, he's probably getting ready to die because you wouldn't do it otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you set that expectation for so long, right? So, yeah. No, but yeah. Uh, anyway, when, you know what? Uh, we'll watch Cap 4. We will. For um, sure. I'll watch all the movies. I am officially out on all the TV, though. Yeah, dude. Um, I'll check out Daredevil, but that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't... I've seen some clips of how they did him in She-Hulk. I'm not loving that, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, it's going to mm. be a completely different showrunner, uh, obviously. Sure. And it's an 18 show or episode run for, you know, it's, it's a it's a big chunk of content. So I might check mm-hmm. that out. Um, crap, I was going to say something. Harrison Ford, Daredevil. Eh, well, it's too late, right? we got to move she on. She go. Um, okay. You want to get back into anime? Yeah, it sucks on my hero. Um, let's talk some my hero. I think this was a really, really good episode. This was in. It's so funny because I knew my hero coming. academia. By the way, yeah, I mean, you know, talking about some Foo Fighters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do, you, no. do you have a Foo Fighters tattoo? No, I don't. What do you have? Well, I guess we should. I mean, you can tell me later if you want. Yeah, I got a couple tattoos. Not a Foo Fighters one. Interesting. You were just born with it, like a big birthmark. Yeah, <laughs> just the ray gun from yeah, the yeah, first yeah. tracker yeah, yeah, on yeah. my chest. Yeah, yeah, it's. There. I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um. um <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's <laughs> no. I. I. So obviously, like we're. I think you and I are both on the same page about the Hawks and the Twice stuff. Like we, you and I, were kind of of all the shit going on in season five. That was definitely one of the things that piqued our interest. Of like, we like these characters. They're having a little bit of back and forth, you know, and they teed it up in this season. And Twice has been a very good villain, very reliable. He's had some, you know, very interesting moments. Definitely one of the more nuanced villains in this show, because there is so many. One of the more fleshed out ones, too. Yes. Yeah. Like, so I love that they've given him time, because, like, this wager that they've placed on, like, Hawk, or uh, Twice Matters to the story has totally worked. Yes. Um, I-, I thought this was, like, you know, ten episodes from now. Like, I knew this was going to happen, because yeah. they kind of, you know, they teed it up, I think, maybe last week or the week before, but to have this all go down right now, and Dobby's showing up, and just like, let's dial up the animation, Dobby's here, literally, he shows up with animation every time he's there. It's, the Dobby scenes are always awesome. Yeah, he's the and Levi effect, right? Yes. It's like, that character yeah. has a combat yeah. scene, it's like, we're just dumping a lot of the budget on that. And even Hawks, too, like, it was a lot of, like, quick cuts and him, like, slowly fading back in because he's so fucking fast. They must have reused that freaking joke, like, four or five times yeah. in this episode with him. But, um, yeah, it was, you know, it, again, there's not a whole lot to say because it was all pretty much focused on the Twice and the, the Hawks stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there's some cool pairings that My Hero always does, like mm-hmm. Fat and uh, Dark Shadow. Um, what's oh, his yes. name? Uh, I, f- I forget the guy, the kid's name who uh, controls Dark Shadow, the bird boy there. Yeah. But like, I love that pairing. I loved um, the fact that like they came across Redestro accidentally. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, oh shit! I didn't expect these people to see these people and be together in this room. Like, that's just one of the things that my hero does really, really well. Mm-hmm. The end game effect, you know? Like, it's yeah. like a big battle. All the bads are on one side. <laughs> all the good guys are on the other side. You it's. Know? it's- I mean, the last time we had this was, like, what, season four, maybe? Or three? Yeah, when they, yeah. they when they were hunting Overhaul, yeah. Yeah, when they hunted Overhaul in season four, and then in season three when All Might and all those guys were going after the League. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they do this kind of stuff really well. It's frankly kind of weird to be like talking about My Hero Academia in such a positive way after <laughs> after last. Like I'm kind of surprised that they they pulled it out, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be enjoying it again. Yeah, no, it's you know like again, there's not like a whole lot. It's nothing like crazy substance. We're getting no super plot progression. It feels. You know, even though like I'm enjoying the episode, it feels like Dragon Ball. You know, it's like All right, a little bit. Yeah. We'll be back here I'll give again you next week. You know, and, yeah. and we'll have half the episode here. But at least what we're seeing is, is enjoyable on screen. But I, uh, I rather not much has changed. Yeah, you know, because it, it's tough with some of these shows. Like that, you know, don't come, don't come at me, my hero stands. But like where it's frankly like not the super extremely deep thing. You're either gonna get like, you know some light story progression and maybe some character moments with like a hint of action or you're going to get like an all action all gas no breaks um kind of an episode that is like you know what i mean that just is like all right we're, we're in the thick of it now fuck it we've done enough build up time for fights and i'm fine with that yeah it's fight time okay um you were talking about being checked out of things okay <laughs> Grant knows what I'm going to say next. <laughs> Let's talk about Bubble Suit Gundam, The Wish from Mercury, Episode 3. Grant, don't make me watch any more of this. You out? <laughs> I'd like to call an audible. And I'd like to... I would like to replace this mm. with Desperate Housewives. Oh my god, come on. Um, no, I'm kidding. It's, it's, actually, it's not that bad. Mm. I don't think it's for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine. I will say this. I think it's... I took a, some very brief notes of this episode. I think it's um, a fun episode with some good animation and excitable music that culminates in a story about a girl making some new friends at her space high school. I love it. And <laughs> it's just not for me. <laughs> no, I know. It's... it's um, I will say, like, you know... The show has definitely been kind of skewing it. You know, I had sent you an article this weekend. This is interesting. That, Talk about that. Yeah, so the producer, I always remember, I think it was the producer of the show, and, like, right in the tagline just straight up said, like, yeah, young people think Gundam's for, for old fogies, like, so we're kind of skewing to a younger audience because, you know, we want to stay relevant. And, you know, like there, it's much more, I read it on the Anime News Network uh, website. Um, it's a very good read, and I, I definitely, you know, maybe, I don't know, can we, like, Put a link to it. Yeah, yeah, we in, can. In the, in the feed. So I think it's a very good read, but it's it just kind of shows how, you know, uh, people grow older every day, and you know, and when the genre tends to change and form out, and I think, you know, like I said, from the last one I watched, Iron Blood Orphans, which is you know amazing, fantastic, which is I think more your speed for sure. Um, to this, like you know, it still has its some some stuff you know that you can you know parallels and all that, but it, it definitely this is more modern. Like this is definitely skewed for young people and it makes sense. And to see the producers just like flat out admit it, it's kind of refreshing and just be like, yeah, of course, like we need more fans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, it's, so it's, you're right. It's yeah. like, it's still Gundam. It's the same yeah. IP. It's the same world. It's a certain story. The politics are there. Yeah. You know, it, yeah but it's, it's, you're right. Like they don't, they don't often say that. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like, would it be weird if they were all like, yes, we are trying to capture the 12 to 22 base specifically. Like, it might be weird if they always said that, but I, I don't know. Um, I think you can say it as much as you want, but at the end of the day, if you stick to your guns on what the heart of the show is, like with the, you know, the, the, the history of it and... And then you do have this focus on a newer audience that, that doesn't hurt anyone. 
You know, like, sure. as long as the spirit of the show is still there. Right. If they're saying this, you know, every other show is saying, yeah, we're trying to target this crowd, and then it's, like, clearly just, like, a blown out, you know, you know, dead at the knees, you know, adaption of what a show once was, and that's a, that's a whole other different thing, but um, I think as long as the spirit of the show is there, who, who cares, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, people were watching it back in the day, they were young, too. Like, it's, it's just times have changed. People are interested in... It's definitely uh, genres. It's a good blending of genres. Definitely a new spin. I wonder how the community is feeling about it, like the uh, the Gundam hardcores. <clears throat> well, Do you like know? Said, Have you I, checked? I've been reading the subreddit, and people are really enjoying it. Yeah. You know, or the sorry, not, not the subreddit, but the uh, anime the sub. On, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The you know just the discussion mm-hmm. thread on our anime there. Like people are enjoying it. You know, like there's like little gripes, but nothing major. It's it's very. I think this is one of like the more popular shows. Like if you look at the. Um, like is it Mal? Like my anime list yeah, and yeah, like yeah. the weekly stuff. It's killing. It's in the top five. Like well, there every, you go. Every week so far, so people are enjoying it. Well, there you go. Maybe a mission accomplished then. Yeah. Um. Okay, Spy Family. What are we at? Episode is this fifteen? Wasn't last 15. week fifteen? Yeah. No, no, uh, it's fifteen. I think it's 15. Um. I, I so CGI cars. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And I, yeah. to be fair, I think Chainsaw Man CGI CGI'd its cars as well, which is we fine. We should start a fund <laughs> for all, like just. I wonder. All the money raised goes towards various animation studios and getting their cars figured out. God, because did you? It's so jarring. <laughs> did we talk about this uh, Bayonetta thing? Was that last week? Did you hear about this? The voice actor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good lord. Did we talk about it on the podcast? Well, something came out today. I think it's a little <laughs> it's a little more convoluted than what was originally stated. Oh, okay. Well, I'll yeah. just say the initial yeah. report was this uh, the was it was the English voice actor, right, for the Bayonetta yep. video games and she was yep. saying long story short, she's done the first couple games. People love her as the uh, voice of Bayonetta and uh she was offered like what three or four grand. At four grand. Four four thousand dollars for all that work to uh, do it again, which might sound like a lot to some listeners, but the amount of hours it must take to do that, and the amount of consistency and discipline you must have, mm. I think it's probably a pretty significant commitment. But uh, what what, what to, was the follow up, Grim? To, yeah. So to amend that, like the most recent thing, and it's still in the process of being. Um, uh, this is hot verified. tea. Yeah. This is a very hot tea. Um, I think it was four grand per two to three hour block in ah. a session. And they said this the whole game probably would take anywhere from five to six sessions. So and... that could have been an eight hour day at, you know, four grand every two to three hours. You know what I mean? So like <sighs> Again, but that's just like what has come out. Like it's not fully vetted yet. I don't know. Yeah. It's, but it's... I know it's to be fair, the director of Platinum Games, uh, I, I blank, I'm blanking on his name, but mm-hmm. like he went on some fucking internet tirade. And oh, really? His, his account got suspended. Well, his account got suspended, and then the account was deleted, and then it got brought back up today. And like messy. It's, uh, oh, it's very messy on a game that like you know, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm very excited for Bayonetta three, and just have this all muddying up is is uh, kind of shitty. But, uh, yeah, it's pay your people. That's all I gotta say. This is the the interesting thing. Uh, I think it happens a lot in in sports and in entertainment. Is is just uh, talent pay, right? And like, what slice of the pie do they get? What is the industry standard mm-hmm. for that? Um, are they overpaid or underpaid according to standard? That doesn't mean it's fair or not fair. It just means maybe the standard is off sometimes. Yep. Um, but it's definitely very interesting because everything we've learned about, I think, the animation industry, and correct me if I'm wrong listener or grant is like when you talk about 
actual animators and actual voice actors, the only real consistent thing is kind of overworked, underpaid, right? Lots of projects mm-hmm. on the go at once. Um, it's just interesting. It seems like an, uh, an industry kind of ripe for disruption, but um, mm-hmm. it also feels like an industry that's already pretty established and not a ton of alternatives. They're figuring out their, you yeah. know, the whether it's you know the voice acting and you know the video game side too. Like they're slowly cluing into unionization, and I'm you know yeah good for them. It's very but, interesting. Uh, it's a um, very sticky wicket. Okay, so I that that is our review of Spy M Family episode fifteen. <laughs> um, I mean, really though, like Anya gets a dog. Yeah. The the, the uh, chemistry is good. I I don't have a ton to say here. Do you have anything to say here? No, comedy was great, you know, it's uh, on point as per usual. Um, I, so, <clears throat> you know, Leanne and I were talking, you know, because we watched the episode today, actually, and uh, we were talking that I think when this season is over, because I, I really like Spy Family, but the pacing of it is, you know, for the show, it, it, it's, it is paced well, but I think I'm ready for more juice, and people talk, you know, so highly of Spy Family. I think I'm just going to start reading the manga and go further. Than it's interesting. You say that think, because, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. It's, uh, that's pretty much it. I just, I think there's, there, there's so much there, and it just kind of feel. I think in this instance, the anime is holding the story back. Yeah, um, maybe it's just like we. It's like. It's so funny how this comes up all the time, and I feel like it comes up a lot of the time on this podcast. Maybe it's Spy Family or what, but like week to week, I'm, it's fun and yep. they're just short. There's just like not a ton to talk about. I bet like if you're listening to this and you haven't watched Spy Family and you're hung over on a Sunday, go watch all of it. I bet you'll have a ball. Like, or An you know what I mean? If you, of a binge, yeah. yeah. Like I bet you're going to have it, watch this thing in two or three days and I bet it's fantastic. Um, it's fun week to week. Some episodes are better than others. But, like, this would probably be better in, like, two to three episode chunks. Um, yes. So, like, to your point, that's kind of a better manga. But that's not necessarily a knock. It's just week to week, it's a touch slow. Well, if, it, if anything, like, that's all the anime is. Like, let's be honest. It's, yeah. They're just trying to sell more issues of the manga. Yeah. You know, it's it's just one giant marketing thing. And they've succeeded, but not the way they usually expect. You know, mm-hmm. like, I know there's something there. I'm really liking it. But, you know, each week, it's just... No, that's good. I think it's the comedy that I enjoy so much, and I want more of the comedy. So I think that's what's kind of leading me to just go read the manga. Well put. And Leanne is, Leanne is down for it. So yeah, we're maybe I'll take it. Maybe I'll now. take a peek too. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. For all the things we've both watched, this is mm. our last one. And you, uh, I think we were controversial. Maybe not controversial. We were split on this anime last mm. week. Let's talk about Blue Lock episode two. So uh, you're you out on first. Gundam. <laughs> and you're out on Blue Lock? I'm out on Blue Lock, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that no, gives us more time. Yeah, uh, it definitely opens up uh, some some space, but uh, Blue Lock is not a bad show. I want I want to hit that up front. I, I think it is well made, and they did some fucking really cool things with uh, 3D animation in this episode. They did this, yeah, they did. Um, but it's just, it's not... Um, it's not my bag, man. You know, I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. It's just it's not clicking, and I know maybe I should give it the anime three, uh, and maybe mm. I will. Maybe I'll give it that third episode. But it's, you know, still I like... very clearly in its world building phase. Yeah, but I'm I'm already getting. I'm not a... using that as a defense. I'm just saying no, like the anime no, no. three. I think the world building is good. I think it's a very interesting concept. I can't do week to week of all Bakugos. I can't. 
that's what it is. And I can, it's only going to get more like that. Like once they introduce, cause they, by the end of the episode, I think if you watch past the, um, the, uh, uh, the credits, like they tee up, like the, the team they're going to be playing from like the other, uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and like, they're all there making like, you know, mean mugging faces and all that. And then you see our, t- the team that we're following, you know, teams at or whatever. And you know, they're, you know, they're all mean mugging. It's like, fuck, I can't do 20 minutes of this every week of these guys just yelling at each other. And it might not be that, but that's just the vibe I'm getting. Mm-hmm. And there's too much good shit on right now that I could be focusing my time on. This is fair. So, um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a fair take. I think what I'll say is I came away from this episode and I think my overwhelming feeling was this is a silly show. <laughs> like it's <laughs> plain plain as day yeah. um it like like it's hard to take seriously but it's also a show about like soccer turned squid game so it's like mm-hmm. what did you think it was going to be right i was kind of like saying that to myself like i don't yeah. know what i thought this would be but this isn't like i don't know i thought it was going to be haiku but soccer and it's um more like it's definitely not that, yeah. no but yeah this is more like squid game squid game meets soccer yeah but like soccer, with a, it's like one of the mini games in squid game is soccer yeah but like yeah. with a ton of anime tropes i mean one thing i will say for sure based off the first two episodes that i've seen is like the animation is legit like mm-hmm. it's a very nice looking show yeah. um so nothing's wrong with that i you know if i have time on sundays like there are just times and I know you know what this is like, and I know the <laughs> listeners know what this is like. Like, there's so much anime, and it sometimes can be a little derivative and daunting to start a new thing. Mm-hmm. People attacking me about One Piece. Um, but you know what I mean? It's like, man, I don't know. Am I supposed to start Overlord now just because I don't know what to watch? Mm. Um, and more often than not, the answer is no. So, like, this will go for me in the background, and I'll throw it on and just sort of, like popcorn i guess you know what i mean like what was that show you used to always say oh this is popcorn uh we covered it recently uh my hero yeah no <laughs> it might have been my hero season five I don't my, know. no 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 what was it damn wow it's like the season's got me all fucked up yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean i i think it's fine um it's funny but yeah like i'm not i i agree with you it's not a bad show it's not a fantastic mm-hmm. show either i do prefer its weaknesses more than i prefer gundam which for Mercury's weaknesses. Does that make sense? Sure. I yeah, think, or it's also just a better fit for me and the other one's a better fit for you. I, well, I think A, like ding, 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 that's it right there, 100%. It just, you know, each one kind of speaks to what's better. There's there's a couple things, there's one thing in Blue Lock that I found, like it made me laugh harder. I don't know if they were trying to go for a laugh, but there's a there's a press conference scene. It was absurd. It was absurd. That was the it silliest was, thing I've ever seen. It, it was the silliest thing, but like the woman's up there, like, you know, she's like fucking, you know, she's giving her whole pitch and there's just a guy in the crowd and you know there wasn't a like cursing or whatever but he kind of just gets up and he's like like what the fuck are you talking about he's like this is soccer and i'm like thank you i love that i love that how like aware it is of, of everything like the manga is apparently fucking huge so like i know yeah. it's a big deal like it's you know this is another one of those shows people have been wanting an adaption for quite a while so adaptation you know it's uh this will be good. I, like I said, I, maybe I'll give it one more, but it's even then going through the second episode. I watched it like at five minute blocks. I was just get bored. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. Yeah. I Yo, that's not. how you know you don't like something when you have to take breaks. I know. In, an, in a 22 not, not minute it. episode, you're like, I just, I can't bring myself <laughs> to get through this. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's funny. Blue Lock, though. 
Yeah, well, um, but you know, yeah. I look forward to hearing you talk about it each week. And, yeah. you know, and well, I'll keep everybody uh, posted, and if not, maybe we'll work something out with the schedule. You know, no stress. We we'll we'll, we'll figure it out what we cover. Um, what do you think, Grant? What's next? I got I got uh, just two two more quick things. Um, I wasn't I didn't catch the second episode of Reincarnated as the Sword, so I'll I'll be more caught up for that next week. But uh, I bet it's hard. <laughs> hard. To be Hard. reincarnated as a sword because of steel and blades. <laughs> Legendary steel. All right. Um, no, so the, I watched again. I'm, we're still sticking with Do It Yourself. Fantastic show. Great animation. Very feel good. Um, but the show I really want to talk about, and I, I hope you check out um, the first episode. It's Bocce the Rock. Um, so it's it's a Cloverworks um, animation. So you know. Dress Up Darling, and you can feel so much of Dress Up Darling in this. It's amazing. Uh, Cloverworks is just so good at showing real movement and just how like people normally walk. What like, else have the they scene. done, Grant? What, well, why? a spy family. They're, they're like, you know, it's yeah. them and okay, uh, okay. them with studio. Um, yeah. I'm not too familiar with like their stuff prior to uh, I just, I know Dress Up Darling. I know they've done big stuff or other shit. I know. I just can't remember. Anyway, sorry. They're yeah. definitely they're definitely one of the big boys like right yeah. now um, in, in like modern anime. Um, but this it's just a show you know quiet girl social anxiety like you know the the concept is like you know very on brand for slice of life. But she falls in love with rock music and she becomes a guitar player. Never played with a band. She's been too afraid to talk to people. The band finds her and you know she ends up working at the club and. You know, she's a part of the guitar player in the band now. It's like you know, I don't want to break down the whole thing. It's just very slice of lifey. Yeah. But the the anime, like the real life animation of the movement and them playing their instruments, it's it's just so fantastic. This like, is Bocce the Rock. Bocce the Rock, yeah. Crunchyroll, and is this just the pilot you're talking about that you've seen? Uh, I, no, there's two episodes out so okay, far. Okay, okay. I watched uh, the first two, but um, very very good. Great voice acting the the tunes are great like when they play you see them play like it's very meticulous um yeah it's just it, it was so too i had no idea cloverworks was doing it and there was literally a, like a just a transition from them walking from the like the club you know the floor of the club into like the kitchenette area yeah and i was like holy fuck i've seen that movement before and lo and behold i looked you know at the end of the episode you know you know cloverworks and i was like wow so yeah. interesting that you picked that out They've got a style because that was like the biggest thing um, in Dress Up Darling. You would just see like these move. The, there's like a beach episode where the two of them are like kind of having a day at the beach and just them like walking around and kicking around the sand. You're like, holy fuck, that's like people. Like it's it's crazy how like nail on they can get some scenes. And uh, but yeah, so I'm really really enjoying uh, Boshi the Rock. It, it completely shot up to the top of my list of what I'm watching really? right now. I blew really? me away. Yeah, very well, you know very like you know colorful and you know cutesy and all that but the I animation may, is the real deal i may have to take a look yeah i think i think you'll enjoy it okay um should we get to the q a q a um okay so this is uh i mean we've gone 72 minutes so we're just gonna do one here today um liana sent in a good one and i'm surprised i have to say that we haven't been asked this yet mm. um do you have a favorite voice actor and yeah. a favorite part by that actor. Everyone's got one. Everyone's got that one voice that they're just drawn to. 100% we're going to have the same one. You think so? Yeah, yes. Probably. <laughs> Want to say it on three? Watch us both pronounce his name wrong on three. Okay. Right. One, two, th- three. Kenjiro, Kenjiro Suda. Suda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
obviously. For the uninitiated, he is... Let's list off his parts, Grant. I'll go one, you go one. He is Overhaul in My Hero Academia Season 4. We actually just talked about that. He is... Well, he's uh, fucking Kento Nanami from Jujutsu Kaisen. And my favorite part of his that he's done is he is the beholder, the man in black, into Mm. your eternity. Next week! Also, he's Tatsu from Way of Hell, so Yes, and he's also the dog whose name I forget in Sunny Boy. Oh yes, that was he was like the first like major voice I think we had heard in that mm-hmm. day. Yeah, um, Kenjiro Tsuda, and uh, if you look him up, like he, he like there are ASMR loops of just his voice. And I think I told <laughs> I mentioned it on this podcast. He did a series of shorts for Netflix that like Grant let me know about oh, so of real life mm-hmm. house husband shorts. Uh, yep. And it's fantastic. Like I watched them to go to sleep. It was amazing. I love. I like. I say that in a loving way because they're so relaxing. Yeah, they're very good. Also, like, yeah, super educational. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. So thank you for your question. Uh, if you didn't get your question answered this week, or you want it to be answered next week, follow us at Part Time Otaku Podcast on Instagram. We post our Q and A's there every Monday. Uh, we record Tuesdays, and the podcast, the Psycho Seasons uh, episodes, will always be up on uh, Wednesdays. So get your questions in on Wednesdays. I think that's it. Why does it feel like I'm forgetting something, Grant? What did you do? It's, it's Psycho Season, man. It's, it's, psycho- done. it's rotting our brains out. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rings of Power is done. Hot D finale we will be covering alongside Chainsaw Man and everything else that we talked today talked about today so tune in for the uh, hot d finale coverage chainsaw man coverage and all the news feed related stuff like i said uh follow us on instagram and also subscribe to the podcast on spotify apple Podcasts for you weird folk um and we will see you later grant you say the thing so before i say the thing oh, i just want to say <laughs> if if there's a show because it's psycho season you know uh rings of power is ending next week it's pretty much going to be an anime only block if there is something in the fall season that we have mm. not covered yet that's been out it's one or two episodes you know if it's a new show maybe a returning show because we can't do all that back you know that back yeah. watching but let us know in the q a next week seriously like if there's something new that we've missed or even honestly if something from summer that we missed that you know you've absolutely loved hit us up let us know maybe we'll talk about it do you want it to be specifically anime grant or are you thinking like anything no anime it's like a season it's like a season let's just get lost let's just get hit lost us in the sauce hit yeah. us with your sexy anime picks um picks when i say picks you know what i mean like your selections <laughs> for anime that we have yet have not covered grant say the thing <laughs> bye guys cheers